Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. So what could send stocks higher from here? Because again, this week we crossed a important technical aspect when it comes to what I look at. Remember, technically the price action has to improve for me to get overall optimistic about equities here. Overall, I'm still bearish, let's put it that way, uh, until other uh, meaningful things happen. Right now, we're just sort of turning the corner. Remember, the key resistance level on the S&P for me is 4288. Uh, as you'll see, we closed at 4280 this week, so we didn't break that uh, upward resistance level, which overall just signals the fact that we're not out of the woods yet. And so I'm getting the question, you know, what could send stocks higher from here? So sure, this week, investors um, liked the the news we were talking about earlier to, to see a greater chance of a what we call a soft landing, uh, the Fed's ability to reduce inflation by raising rates in a, in a relative uh, meaningful way as opposed to overdoing it. Uh, and so, so the market right now is thinking that the Fed won't have to hike rates as much as they've previously feared because inflation is starting to come under control. That, that's sort of the, the evidence is presenting itself to the overall investing community right now. And so we see in stocks, uh, cyclical sectors uh, bounce back this week, and we saw some selling in some of the defensive super cap tech, uh, more traditionally defensive sectors. In bonds, the two-year yield is flat, while the 10-year starting to rise about 20 basis points, still well off the pre-jobs report lows as markets are selling the long end of the treasury curve. And this is, again, based on potentially better economic outlook from what we've been seeing. But uh, overall, um, there's still some areas we need to, to be concerned about. So um, the, the price action I'm seeing right now is showing me that it's going to take more for the S&P 500 to move materially higher from here because at these values right now, at this at this uh, level I've been talking about, the peak inflation trade is likely fully valued, potentially some might say overvalued. Uh, a peak in inflation combined with say underinvestment and negative positioning have sent the S&P 500 to the 4,200 level. But that's pretty full in terms of value when you look at the uh, future uh, price to earnings ratio that we've been talking about for weeks now. So we know we're still going to see rising rates. Just the question is how big. And we're still going to see an economy that is slowing. But is it going to be overdone? That's really the big question. And so an economic soft landing has to actually appear to push stocks higher from where they are right now. And that means a focus on the data that we're going to see coming out, the inflation metrics as it starts to unfold, to continue to unfold, and then also what the Fed's actually saying. And all three of those things have to go right in order to push stocks meaningfully higher from here. So that that information is still not out there yet. The market, I still feel, is being a little bit optimistic. And so there's still an area that I want you to pay attention to. And so uh, let's talk about that. All right, let's talk about where things would go from here. So the first half story was certainly about inflation. And I'm going to say the second half of the year is going to be more about growth. And here's why. First, I can't remember a time in my entire career when numerous Fed officials have said, essentially, the market is wrong in its assumption that we're going to get less uh, hawkish raising rates, etc. And perhaps the Fed is wrong, but that's a pretty direct pushback on the whole idea that's 
underwritten the latest rally. Second, while economic data has been resilient overall, it's still pretty early in the cycle. It hasn't even been six months since rate hikes started. And as you know, policy operates on a lag. So it's entirely possible the headwinds on the economy are going to build over time here and slow things down. And we should see this into the fall. And finally, earnings were better than feared, but the second quarter was still a rising economic tide. What's going to happen when rates do slow things down and the momentum stalls. Perhaps earnings will remain resilient, but let's think it might be a little bit too aggressive. And the things that I look at, the, the two tried and true economic indicators right now are still flashing warning signs. Commodities are down on demand as market prices in uh, the global world are high and limited, as we know, in Europe. And the bond market still is pricing in a slowdown as the 10-year and the two-year overall is negative, And it's been that way uh, for for a while. So we need to see all these sort of things sort of work their way out. And I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, if that makes any sense. You can hear the Protect Your Assets Market Briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa Flash Briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash PYA Briefing. The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. 